Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. My name is Delia. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. This episode of Three Reads is a bonus episode. We're not discussing any book, but we did just read Rebecca, so we watched the movie and we're going to be discussing our thoughts and feelings on that. If you do want to read along with the other not bonus episode stuff, you can check out our instagram at three reads in a pod that's the number three reads in a pod without further ado it's time to turn the page or i guess press play because we watched the movie <laughs> <laughs> press play oh i like it okay that's we right. did watch that. bless you all right <laughs> do you see somebody who's off screen for us <laughs> oh no <laughs> who sneezed I don't know, Jacqueline was making noises. Oh, I thought she sneezed, so I said, bless you. That's why I was like. Okay, so. (laughs) There's the ghost in your basement. She's hanging out in the kitchen, isn't she? She's like breaking dishes up there. That's what I thought was a sneeze. She's very angrily dishing. I was telling her um, uh, real quick, I was like, yeah, Jacqueline, maybe it's a, I forgot what I was talking about. I was like, yeah, there's a ghost in your basement. She's like, no, there's no ghost down there. And almost like, you know, she's thought about it and she had to go through the thought process and she's like, no, there's no ghost down there. More than once she's like, she says, when I mention it, she won't say any details. She just says, we have an agreement. They don't exist. I'm like, (laughs) what? She's like, I don't bother them. They don't bother me. I'm like, what? And she will not. I don't know if that's just like, yeah. I think some people can tell that stuff. Like Matthew will be like, "Yeah, we had a spirit hanging out here a couple days ago." I don't. They were just like half the shit that went crazy in our house. Like I, he vacuumed up kitty litter, and then the vacuum he hung it up wrong and spilled kitty litter all over my clean laundry. And like he was like, "It was a prankster trickster uh, uh, spirit," because that happened. Like something happened to me too, or it just like was something stupid like that. He's like, he went away though. He's gone. And I'm like, okay. Oh, like, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. I so, thought, uh, sorry, I don't mean to, here's my experience. It's nothing. I hear uh, probably my neighbors, but I'm like, Adam, I think there's an intruder in the house, you know, or a ghost. And Adam's like, okay. And he's like, well, our door's locked. And I'm like, I'm about to open it. And so I open the door and I walk out and I'm like, hello? Hello? Anyone there? Adam's like, you'd be dead. I was like, this is exactly why white people do not live in these movies he's like so you just walked right out into it and i was like i had to find out Sometimes is there one is there not? like you yeah I'm like is there like i want to know you're welcome yeah I so I'm just like, hello like hello spirit no ghost <laughs> thanks for coming okay are you talking about ghosts we are yeah we have an agreement <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all she'll tell me and that's i've asked her and she's is. like Nope. No, like, right. doesn't tell me certain stuff either. So I'm just like, all right, honey. Let's just let it be. Uh-huh. All right. Let's get into this. We got on here to do a thing. So we're uh, like a well, thing. to be fair, though, it is a suspenseful movie. There is some. Like, I, I was going to mention the spirit, you know, like a Rebecca being spirit and haunting the house. So we're not too far off off the mark. 
Exactly. All right, initial thoughts, because that's where we normally start. Um, well, I watched it, I think I finished before both of you, because mm-hmm. Dilly had to keep pausing. Um, I definitely, like you, had the secondhand embarrassment. So I went into it, I was embarrassed, but then I'm like, well, that makes sense because of the book. And then I was liking how I could pick out moments from the book that were happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of stopped and it went a little, like, Yes. crazy and I'm thinking to myself this is not because it was doing well and I thought okay okay for it to be a movie I'm like I, I appreciate that they added this and this and this and mm-hmm. then it just went haywire and I'm like what the fuck just happened yeah. and, I mean it's not bad per se I think it's just um we'll, we'll get into that yeah yeah so, so it just it made me it made me a little bit mad um but overall I mean I like movies I don't know how to exactly tell you my exact first impression besides that. So we'll leave it at that. That sounds good. There you go. Heather. Um, So overall, it was subpar. (laughs) It was fine. But I wouldn't watch it again. And it definitely got weird. Yeah, so I was bitching. And Matthew heard me bitching. So he he started yelling at me. Just not yelling at me. Like, shut the fuck up. It was more like... So it was like this. You tell him, Delia. <laughs> so like I paused the movie to listen to him, because uh, he was my he was my champion. He's like, you can do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can finish this movie. Um, but he was like, so what you're telling me? Because I started bitching about it to him real quick, and he was like, so what you're telling me is it sound it's like the Avatar movie where it was like somebody told somebody about the Avatar, and then that person told someone else about it, and then that's the person that made the movie. Like, somebody was told about it, and then they decided to make a movie out of it. Because some stuff happened out of order. Sure. That didn't, I mean, like, it was out of order, and I was like, that's not where that was supposed to happen. Yeah. And, and so, for sure, I, uh, that's my, my impression. I was like, it, it as a, uh, I got too much first, secondhand, secondhand embarrassment for me to really enjoy it. I don't like movies like that. It really made me. And I know, no, it made you feel something, so that's a good thing. No, it just pissed me off. Yeah, I don't want to feel embarrassment. I don't want to feel embarrassed. (laughs) I deal with embarrassment every fucking day of my life. I have anxiety, so I second-guess everything all the time. I don't need you to help me out there, bro. Right. (laughs) Didn't thoroughly, I I didn't, I probably won't watch it again. It's probably not something. And I love Lily James, too. That's the rough part, is I love her. I yeah, I her in a heartbeat. She could sit on my face. That's how I feel. <laughs> she was very pretty, very pretty. <laughs> but is. me and Adam had a, a similar situation where he came in. He's like, "How's it going, Sarah?" And I'm like, uh, "And he's like, is it not good?" And I'm like, oh, "I wouldn't say that." But I'm like, "No, it's not. <laughs> like, I don't like it." <laughs> and then I'm he came back later. I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that either. Yeah, like it's probably best you didn't watch it with me. He was doing something else too, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm "Glad you didn't," because I'm just sitting here like almost like I was a zoned out zombie. I'm like, "Yeah, huh. okay." Huh. I did get a pretty decent pedicure in while I was watching it. I was, there you I was, go. I, I took a good nap while I watched it and I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, those were first impressions categories. I sent you guys the list. Um, you sure did. Who was good and who wasn't? Like who was in character or who did you like and who was bad? Or 
actors slash characters. I thought Mrs. Van Hopper definitely made me feel as though she was she was good. I like oh, yeah. that. Um, she was annoying and she made you not like her. So I thought, well, that fits the bill right there. Good oh, Mrs. Yeah. Van Hopper. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, I like Lily James as well. She was very pretty. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed her. Um, that I don't know if this is my first time watching him because I, I still haven't watched Cinderella. So I don't know if this is my first movie with her in it. But she did. I liked her. Like, mm-hmm. but she's—that's the thing. She's so pretty. I could never look at her as just like a plain, you know, yeah. like girl. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you did good. I'm like, you upgraded. Uh, <laughs> like Rebecca. Have you seen Baby Driver? No, I haven't. Okay, I, thought that, that, I brought it up because I figured that's a movie you would have seen her in. I mean, she's pretty. What? Um, so, question is: Baby Driver about a baby that drives, or someone who drives a baby? And is Adam Driver in it? No, because yeah, I always so think Adam Driver is in it, and Lily James oh. is in it, but she has a terrible Southern accent. I was like, "You're Ooh. you're from the UK. You're supposed to have a decent Southern accent." From my because they're like closer, right? Yeah, but like linguistically but speaking, hers was garbage. Oh, um, she she had sometimes it was good, and sometimes she would slip into her English accent, um, mm-hmm. or her her UK accent. Anyway, so she's in it. Honestly, that movie was something that I thought Sarah would have watched, which is why I brought it up. But it's about... I'll have to, I'll have to go watch it now. Yeah. It, I don't know. It wasn't that good, to be honest. I don't like it. Don't come for me. <laughs> don't come <laughs> it at was, me. It was a weird movie. I mean, it's one of those movies that you're just like, if you want to watch it, just to like... I like weird movies. And chill and just be like, what the fuck am I watching? Let's go on. Oh, and, gosh. So, Lily James, you thought she was pretty. Continue. Oh, yeah. So, how did you guys feel about Maxim? Like, I wanted some impressions on how you guys felt. I thought he looked really good in that mustard suit, and then I was like, God damn it, Army Hammer, why you gotta be like that? Why you gotta be who you are? I know. I love the mustard suit. I love the suit itself. I was like, I want a mustard suit with green tie. He is so good looking, and I just could not get past how shit of a person he is, IRL. But in the movie itself, I really enjoyed him. uh, So, I felt like Yes, I liked him. I also felt like he was somewhat out of character sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like He was very dry. It was a dry delivery to me. For me, Damn. my idea of Maxim from the book is that he's sort of more reserved. And right. there's not as much passion. And it seemed like they steamed it up between them very fast. When you and I both know that uh-huh. that didn't yep. happen until the end of the book. Like there That's was true. That's true. love there or whatever. But you could tell that he loved her in the beginning. And that's not how the book went at all. Right. Like, we didn't know that he loved her or felt any sort of passion for her until the very end of it. Like, when right. we found out about the reveal. So I felt like that 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 probably threw me off about the whole movie because that happens very early. Yes, because they have, like, the sex scene on the beach, which, like you said, we know didn't happen. I thought it was uh, in her head. I thought it was going to be, like, a daydream. And then it actually happened. I was like, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the heck? And then, yeah, when, when they come back home to Manderley, and he's just, like, sweeping her off her feet and kissing her I'll in front of everyone. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, he was... would not be that public Mm-mm. about this right now. I agree. He was very reserved in the book in IRL, well, in the movie. He just was not. Don't get me wrong. I was like, thank God, a little bit of romance. But I knew it wasn't true to the book. <laughs> yeah, and I think that because their relationship was such a focal point to the book, 
Like you mm-hmm. kind of missed it. You you missed the whole point of this goddamn book by doing that between right. them. Right. Yeah. Because it's a big thing. Yeah, you don't know mm-hmm. if he really loves her or not. Does he love her? Is he obsessed with the ghost of Rebecca? You know, like mm-hmm. you said, until the end. Yeah. We find everything out. Exactly. Because, right, when he, from the book, I honestly thought that he still loved Rebecca very, very much. And he, the only reason he was marrying her was so he wouldn't be alone in the house. Mm-hmm. So that he could be mm-hmm. not alone in the house. And the way that the movie went, I didn't feel like that. I felt like he married her because he loved her, which is not at all and honestly i felt like the shit wouldn't have happened the way that it did in the book if he had acted like that in the book does that make right, sense right mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been so insecure she wouldn't have been so insecure that's one of them and the other thing is is i felt like he loved her he probably would have told her his deep dark secret before then mm-hmm. right right so but at, but yes i think army hammer i mean other than the fact that and that has i i, I jumped totally jumped i mean we make the rules that's so. okay yeah um but if i take army hammer as maxim outside of like the book i liked him as a character i enjoyed the way he interacted with lily james i liked it a lot i thought mm-hmm. it was really it was really sweet at times but not true to not even remotely true to the book right mm-hmm. right Absolutely. and it's okay to take some artistic liberties but when you, like you said, you kind of miss the point mm-hmm. when you make them immediately so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the book, I'm sitting here thinking, like, well, gee, if you don't really love her, why bring her here? Like, you just want, because he even mentions, it's like, maybe you need, like, a companion or somebody closer to your age. Or maybe she says that to him. Maybe. Yeah, anyway. He mentions that he thought that she needed that with Matt, with uh, Frank. With Frank. Yeah, somebody... Yeah. closer to her age and so yeah the same because i'm thinking is all of this kind of in her head is she just jealous and feeling this way or like is it legit because it seems like everybody just you know does not want her here but in the movie you don't get that feeling from him you know you get that he's yeah. frustrated with her a couple times and that he's not happy with her but not necessarily that he doesn't love her right right absolutely the other thing i think too is uh as much as i love lily james i love her (laughs) i don't know if i've said that enough (laughs) during the like 15 minutes we've been doing this podcast so far i felt like she had more backbone than the narrator did in the book Mm -hmm. like she in the book i felt like she was a waif just sort of she she didn't have personality or character we talked about this she didn't have personality or character she was just like a person uh-huh. That was like an empty shell sort of situation. But literally like, nameless. Yeah, literally <laughs> nameless. We forgot to talk because uh-huh. we forgot to, forgot to talk about it in the podcast and it got too long. So I just I struggled really hard because I was like, "You have backbone." When old girl was jelly, like straight up, right. just like she was like jello, no no bones at all. No bone, none. none. <laughs> she was liquid. No, that's what I'm saying. So which. Right. Don't get me wrong, I kind of like it when a woman has a backbone, but again. Right, but just the not the gist of the, of the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, did you guys think Danvers was even crazier in the movie? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. That, that was my favorite Danvers part. Was very good. They did good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was she the best was part. great. And I, oh my gosh, I really enjoyed her. Uh, <laughs> 
Although I can say one thing I found to be incredibly stupid, I cringed, was when like Mrs. Danvers and our narrator, main character, are like playing puppets. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're like they have the puppets and they're in the little house and, and they were friends there for a second. Yes, they were friends for like I did which didn't happen in the book. That that didn't happen in the book at all. But that it makes a lot more sense, I think. Because that would hurt too. more. Mm-hmm. That I think that, I think that did add to it. Makes sense. Yeah, it was it was so funny though. I was watching them and I'm like, oh, puppet. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I got that's the, that's the part that I got stuck on. But I think them being friends for a minute did throw me off. But I can agree how it would hurt more when she like double crosses her because we yeah. know from the get go that Danvers doesn't like her at all, yeah. and anything Danvers says she should not trust. Yeah. But in this instance, I can see how it's like, oh, well, she's my friend and we're trying to get along. And, yeah. you know, well, she and just wants that backbone part came in. Right. Because she mm-hmm. tried to fire her after the Favel thing. Yep. And Miss mm-hmm. Amber's like, well, you never asked me for help, which didn't happen. Like, she didn't try to fire her at all. She like hid like a small child or, you know, like just was. Yeah. Anyway. And because Mrs. Amber's is like, you told him that Jack was here. And she's like, no, I really didn't. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Although yeah, that but... scene with the with oh I forgot about that where she goes riding with Favel. Oh yeah, and I you're like oh. liked that drama a little bit. It wasn't yeah, really yeah. at all, but I really kind of like that drama. I wish that there was more drama like that in the novel because then you could see why Favel. Because in the book, at we first, we don't know why he hates her. Yeah, he hates him. We, we don't, don't know, know why Maxim hates Favel. Exactly. Like, it could be anything. And then I start to think, like, well, maybe he was jealous. Maybe this was, you know, a, like, a kind of get an idea. Maybe he was a lover or whatever. Um, but with this, I can see how he's charming. Although, I th- I do not, I don't know. I didn't like his look, though. Like, his mm. aesthetic. He was not someone that I would, like, go for Max. I'm going, could I fuck Max? Yeah, could I Exactly. Like, if I were Rebecca, if I saw Rebecca... And I was like, so you're not with, but you're with this? Are you blind? Uh, Are you a damn idiot? You're literally stupid. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. Not again. That's it. Are you mad? Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, I really enjoyed Mrs. Danvers. How did you guys feel? Uh, His sister. I just don't feel like we got like. We didn't get any of Beatrice. I was upset about that. I did like the way that she handled the after ball scene but real quick uh the dress they had her put on after oh yeah yeah it looked like no. a goddamn nightgown yes i feel like i just keep gd and all over the place sorry audience no, uh, it's, i thought that too i'm like does she have nothing else that she could wear you looked in her closet and thought hmm this is what the lady of the lady of the manor should be wearing on a come out ball like thrown for her <laughs> right <laughs> yes a bed sheet yeah <laughs> Seriously. It was like a light floral pattern. It it really was. Yes, it was. If you it looked like something you would wear in the sixties. It felt very out of Right. Yeah, very like like spring Uh, floral, just very like flowy, but not flowy and like you know what I'm saying. No, it was like sixties, seventies vibes I got personally. Um granted I'm not a historian, but what is that? called when they have it it's like out of context and i have thought about this many times and i do not know and yes that's all i know about it and i keep in my head i'm like allegory and i'm like sarah you know it's not allegory. anachronism 
There you go. That's what it was. That's what it was. But honestly, seriously, if you're like, okay, this doesn't work. Do, does no one know how to make a toga, uh, like make a toga out of the sheets? Like if you're that concerned and you're like, okay, well, this didn't work. You know, you just take it, you wrap it over the one shoulder, you wrap it around the bodice and then you tie it in the back and you're good. That's a toga. It's not hard. There mm-hmm. you go. You know? Yeah. They just kind of, that moment though, when it got to that moment, I was so embarrassed yes, right. um, for her just as much as I was in the book. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, and I was so frustrated. I appreciate that she came back downstairs um, and she mingled with everyone, but then she had that weird fever you know, dream yes. running thing. That was so weird. Rebecca, yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca. I was like, this is so strange. If I was reading that, I'm glad that wasn't in the book. Had I read that, it, I would have been questioning what Her was safety? happening. Yeah. Right. I'm, like, what is this all fun? in her head? Or, yeah. Um, because I think at the ball, there was like a lady in a pink salmon dress, salmon dress, however you want to say it. Like, you know, and she kept seeing her all night, but she wasn't like chasing after her, or following her. It was just like something she could keep her attention on to not focus so much on you know yeah. everything else going on around her yeah. so yeah that i agree if i had read that in the book i definitely would have thought like this lady there's something wrong with her she's losing it yeah yeah and i get they were trying to say like rebecca's haunting the place but i think that could have been translated better yeah i didn't like it mm-hmm. no I'll, can i just say too that the the picture that she uses and turns into a costume is it not literally called the lady in white yes it is i was so red dress it was not white i was so mad like how hard is it to find a a, a, like i'm sure in your props house there was a painting of a woman in right in white there had to have been like but you were like yeah we'll do red we're gonna mix it up they're completely i'm sorry like it's like little stuff like that yeah that's so funny and I do think, you know, I don't know, also at the same, but it's just the fact that none of them want to talk about Rebecca. They don't want to talk about what happened. They don't want to step on toes because, you know, we've got our boy who's guilty. Frank is like, I'm pretty sure my boy's guilty. That's the other thing, too, is Frank didn't show any sign that he knew right? he, he had done it. And I hate that because I liked Frank. Frank was like half the reason I liked yeah. him. Yeah. And he was just not there. He was a loyal friend, you know? He was, he was legit like... like and they, so that's the part that pissed me off too is they cut stuff out and that they couldn't they're like well we can't fit it into the movie but we're gonna add extra stuff that doesn't even make sense to add right it wasn't in right. the book at all you're just gonna add shit really mm-hmm. like frank uh, yeah you just didn't get that connection with frank like you did in the book mm-hmm. beatrice you didn't get that connection i mean giles is his name giles i don't really care about him he's fine whatever um, but we also didn't know that she, that Rebecca had slept with Giles either. And I thought exactly. Was and it, I think they implied that she had with Frank, though. Yes. But that's yeah. not what happened either. And that she didn't did not like her. Exactly. And so that upset me, too, because I'm like, no, don't do my boy Frank like that, you know? Exactly. Like, he's a good man. Also, the fact that they dramatize it to the point, which I get it, in the movie, it's like, oh, we think you murdered your wife. But in the book, it's kind of like, we didn't know shit. We literally didn't. No one knew. 
The only reason that came out, right, was because Favelle had him call the lieutenant. And so that that's the part that really pissed me off, too. I feel like I just keep saying that's the part that really pissed me off. The whole movie pissed me off. Yeah. Because you're right, though. That ending where she he picks up the phone and calls the lieutenant, she has him put the phone down. Like, it's directly contrary to what happened to the goddamn right? book. Right? Right? Because he, I like that about Maxim because it's like he wasn't going to be uh, blackmailed in the book. Yeah, he yeah. was not going to have this happen, especially by Favelle. And then in the in the movie, you know, they're stupid enough. They write the check, and then he's like, "Look, they wrote me a check <laughs> to keep me silent." Yeah, you know, that, was, that did not happen either. Like that's real dumb. I know it made me so mad, and I don't, I don't know, uh, because it's kind of like she took over after when mm-hmm. he went to she like took over and tried to figure and this out for him. Supposed to have a backbone until the end, and yeah. Oh, and her going in before them to see the 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 doctor's notes and stuff. How dumb! Was yeah, that? that was so dumb. That was what I guess. Like, if it had been like a pregnancy, she was going to try to destroy it. Proof of a pregnancy, right? But yes, yeah, so she's so dumb that she got caught too. I'm sitting here like, girl, can you go anywhere if else? You're going to change anything? it. At least make it good. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Goodness. Uh, and then at the end, oh, Andrews, you know, I liked, the, I liked that we actually saw her light the house on fire. Yeah, like uh-huh. you know, because in the book it's just heavily implied. Yeah, uh, but there's no exact, like definite. Whereas this one, yes, you get to see her just, and then she's like, "You'll never be happy, and you'll never be Rebecca." And he killed the only woman I loved, or a person I loved. And then when she jumps, it's really not that far of a jump. She wouldn't have immediately died. No, but that water was washing right up into that wall. She'd have got crushed. Okay. So that's, so yeah, because I was like, that's an uh, interesting way yeah. to Yeah, I didn't know if she was just that. kind of letting herself calmly drown, kind of just right? accepting, or if she was just, okay, but that. So she probably would, a couple of things, the current probably wouldn't have let her back up. She would have mm. got slammed up against the wall that she jumped It's also from. probably really cold. She probably yeah, had, like, hypothermia. Was, she was in a jacket, like, in a sweater. Or, like, a, a coat. coat. So she probably would have got hypothermia, too. Yeah. So. Oh, probably the shock from that water. My gosh. I, I did imagine. like that they verbalized, like, the reason she burned Manderly was because... she couldn't stand her being in it. Well, she couldn't stand her being in it. She also recognized the importance of, of Manderly to Maxim. She's like, you killed the woman I love over this place. I'm gonna burn it down. Yeah. So that you killed her for no reason. Oh, right. That, that's what happened at the end of the day. It was like pointless yeah. for him to murder her because Mrs. Danvers burned the house down. Which, speaking of Anderley, where the hell is the Happy Valley? Um, no, I'm not no. gonna lie. I really liked the description of the garden and stuff, and so I really took that to heart because I like flowers and. Yeah. There were no azaleas, really. There was no garden situation. It was just like, here's a house. It's really pretty. And I'm like, did you miss the whole, like, a good chunk of the, she doesn't really even describe the the house that much. She described, like, I honestly don't know what's in the drawing room other than that Cupid and then. And she broke. <laughs> and and a, a table that she tried to put books on. And then the, the desk that was Rebecca's. I don't know anything else that's in that draw, drawing room. But I know that there were azaleas. I know that there were roses. I know that there mm-hmm. was ivy. Like, I know all these things about the garden, and you weren't going to do anything with that? They Place did not. It in there. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Agreed. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more um, more of that as well. I think it could have been done. Like, I thought it was well done, but uh, yes, it just still didn't fit the description of what I thought that mm-hmm. like that Manderley was. Yeah. Not that I really, you know what well, I'm saying? I don't the know. grounds are a big part of an estate, you know? Like, yeah. of course you see a house, the house is gorgeous, but the other thing in that you're like, if someone has a really gorgeous garden in front of their house, you recognize that. Sure. So. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I do agree that I like that Danvers had that moment at the end where she burns everything and then where she goes to kill herself uh, or, you know, to, uh, as Billy says, it's a, or what, what do you call it? A complete Complete. suicide. Well, complete suicide. works too, but yes, completed suicides, yeah. Thank you. Which gets and she trouble, goes because I'm like they uh, they committed uh, patriarchy like or pa- patricide, but I want to say completed patricide. Even though it's <laughs> like it's a it's a I crime completed. to kill your dad. It's a crime. <laughs> Which they committed, not completed. They, I guess technically both work though. They also completed it. Yeah, yeah they did. They yeah. did. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, but I liked that the uh, our main character lady came up there and she's like, "Hey, don't do this. You know, you can come down. Like, still like." being kind to her when she showed like no kindness to her even though when she's like you'll never be happy and the girl's like i am happy my girl just say i want her to say something snappy back to where it's like she goes to her grave with your last words you know what i'm saying yeah like kind of thing versus just because i feel like in the end well obviously i guess you're supposed to because in the end rebecca and danvers and all of them kind of do win well but she got, she gets to be happy with Max. Yeah, she, she they gets to smoke really cigarettes in hotel rooms and, and kiss on the neck in Cairo. Yeah, yeah. she was fine. Yeah. I that think was it. that it was less okay. about, I think that it wasn't just the ghost of Rebecca. I think that kept them apart in the movie. It seemed like the house itself kept them apart, which I liked. In the I movie think. or in the book? Both. Both. Yeah, I definitely thought that in the book that he had so many responsibilities that he just almost could not focus on his new relationship with his new bride, you know, because of Manderley. But Manderley, like he said, was just passed down generationally through his family and uh-huh. is such a big part of everything they do. Well, damn, guys. That also it- explained, I think that, that we didn't know that in the book, but that really explained why he was willing to murder over it was because of this family legacy. Right, of everybody. It was heavily implied in the book, but he's like, we went back to, like, Henry VIII, the Tudor era, or something like that, which yeah. is a long right. time. That's the 1500s. It's 1938, 1936. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundreds of Absolutely. years, literally, yeah. Yeah, literal hundreds of years. That's wild to me. Um, also, how did you guys feel about him sleepwalking? Yeah, that wasn't in the book either. Um, I was confused by a lot of that. I Not confused, I was like, that's weird. All right. So, okay, let's think about this. Cinematically, wh- what do, what were we supposed to get out of it, do you think? I guess that he he really misses, like, he, I don't know. He's deeply troubled. His subconscious is, yeah, wanting to go back to Rebecca. That's how I took it. Like, he misses the room he had with her, like, her. Because he goes in, Mrs. Danvers is like, let him go. Let him go. And you know he's in there with all of Rebecca's things and his things, like from when they were together. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's like the prettiest room in the house, everyone, you know, like it was very yeah, beautiful. It was, um, but you know she has 
everything set up like Rebecca was still alive. And he instinctually, when he sleeps, walk, sleepwalks, goes there. Uh, and then in the movie, she's like, did you know you sleepwalk? And he just never addresses that. He just shuts it down, which I would be like, really, bro? That's the only part I to me that I'm thinking you, Which is not what happened in the book either, but. Right, they had separate beds. I was okay yeah, with that, yeah, that was that's completely fine to me. I was like, he goes need to sleep in the same bed anyway, whatever. Yeah. It might have been like but. a period thing that you, because I know, I know, in certain eras they would have completely separate bedrooms. Yeah. Not like the lower class, but the class that that Maxim was in, they would have had separate bedrooms completely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Which absolutely was implied in. That it was Rebecca's room. It wasn't Maxim's room. It was Rebecca's room. Also, how true do you think it was that he brushed her hair? If oh god, I mean that's what he did. If she told him to, if she made him, like in my head, I'm imagining him doing it and her saying like harder, Max, harder, <laughs> and then laughing, not in a happy way, but in a like a very much wish I could just like kill you, yeah, like him, like brush, you know, like ha ha ha, brushing your hair, bitch. But um, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm either thinking that or just like put up appearances. But I feel like with Danvers, you didn't really have to put up appearances, but. Even she thought that Max really cared for Rebecca, though. Right. You know, she so really he thought. The part well. yeah, yeah, like that he really cared for her, and he was devastated or, by that until the end. Or, do you think that she mm. just said that to the narrator so, to hurt her? Maybe that's because it. Because we didn't yeah. get that information from literally anybody else but Mrs. Danvers. That's true. That's the truth. No one else said that. Mm-hmm. Like Frank even talked about how she was she was beautiful but she was like just leave the past in the past he's never been as happy as he is with you right now and he told the narrator that which can i say real quick they did a very good job even in the subtitles of not mentioning her name like i thought they were gonna have to make up a name for her but they didn't they did very well yes i'm glad that they did not mention her name i kept well she doesn't have one so i guess they couldn't yeah Mm. A girl with no name. But I, I didn't want them to give her an identity. You know? Like even in the subtitles, they called her Mademoiselle in the beginning of the mm-hmm. book. And then after she in the movie, and after she gets married, she becomes Mrs. De Winter. Yep. Yeah, just her title. I noticed that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, besides, it's like it went well for me. Then the middle part was really weird. And yeah. then you have the ball, which, like you said, had that weird fever dream. But then the ship does wreck, so that happens. So she is trying to, you know, have her... The, the, what's it called? The skeleton out of the water was weird. Oh, yeah, that was really weird. It's like, it's definitely her. So, And I liked, because in the movie, they made it seem like it's almost weird that he had um, identified somebody who wasn't her, you know, who wasn't Rebecca, like the dead body. Mm -hmm. And like he mentioned, she was two months at sea. You know, and she, like IRL, if her body really was out there, it would have been completely just decomposed, bloated, like who even knows, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, com- like her, it would make sense if her arms were ripped trauma. off. And, right? Yeah. Right. Or Absolutely. Trauma, yeah. And that's why when he's like, what am I going to do? I'm just sitting here like, okay, there's a lot you can do. <laughs> you don't have to just, you know, mm-hmm. give in and be like, well, they found out now. I'm done for. Mm-hmm. I'm done, so. 
I'm done, though. And just him, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. So the whole thing where he's in jail, I wasn't a big fan of, but only because it didn't happen in the book. But yeah, I, I get why it happened in the movie. Like, why did you add that in when you couldn't actually stick to the book and you took stuff out? Like, right. You took important stuff out to add this garbage in. Right. That wasn't even remotely true. Like, if you're gonna say you, if you're, I, that's the thing. I know that sometimes people want to take creative liberties. It's almost like fan fiction. We sure. change the ending, but at least people say you know that you don't own those characters or whatever. Like it's loosely, loosely based on, you know, or um, they'll tag it E W E, which is like epilogue. What epilogue? Which is like that we don't we don't acknowledge that that happened. This is how it's gonna happen. This is how I end. Nice. It. You know. So cool. like, nice. don't say based on the book by Rebecca if it's like loosely. Not. Based. I mean, technically, it's not a lie because it is, but it's just fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that was just fan fiction. There you go. I want to watch the the old one, the one that uh, Hitchcock. Yes, I want to watch that now and compare, and just because a lot of like original Psycho is much better in my opinion than the remake of Psycho that they oh, did. Yeah. So I'm always I'm a big fan of the original, but I want to see what liberties they took then during that time period, if any, versus like what liberties they right. took in this well, one. Where you they have had to take in culturally into account, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, yes, this absolutely. is filmed like supposed to be done in the 1930s, but it is 2021. So some of the stuff that they're going to change is going to be changed for PC reasons. Like mm. probably her having a backbone was one of those things. Which, don't get me wrong, I like, but it's one of those things. Um, mm -hmm. But I would bet that that it, it's that's probably not one of those things that got changed in Hitchcock. I don't know for sure because I haven't watched the movie, but anyway. Alright, so oh, I guess I could do that at the end. We'll do that at the end. Heather, do you have, I know we like have talked over you. I don't feel like you have. Oh. I feel like I've said everything I wanted to say, mostly about Danvers. That was the best part of the whole movie to me was Danvers. Uh, Clarice was nice. I liked her. Mm -hmm. um, I liked that she was the one who suggested the dress in the movie. That's more believable. Rather than Mrs. Danvers. Because right. it's more believable. That's and then true. when Mrs. Danvers and the narrator became buddy-buddy, and then she fucking turned on her, I was like, yeah, all right. And then when Mrs. Danvers douses the house in gasoline and burns that puppy down, and then is like, you'll never be happy, and Rebecca's the best, and then, like, you know, jumps into the sea. Yeah. I loved all that. Mrs. Danvers is the reason that I like continued watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told, or I was thinking to myself, I'm not sure if I told Adam out loud, but I said like for a character that I dislike, this actor is doing, a, or actress is doing a really great job because not only do I dislike Mrs. Danvers, but I also feel bad for her. Like I felt bad for her in the book in a way too, you know? Um, yeah. Just because, like, I get that Rebecca was like her best friend and really like her only friend. Mm -hmm. It was like um, she imprinted on her. When Rebecca yeah. was a child, she was there for her, and then Rebecca got older and she was there for her. And I it is—I like, don't know who was bad first, though, because let's be honest here. Dan Burst, Danny was 
she was definitely fucking psycho and mean and and not and i felt like the movie did an even better job of showing her like because the mrs danver in the books like didn't lose her cool for a long time Mm -mm. and then she loses it all at once which has its own suspense and excitement but i appreciated that you know, she had the whole scene and she's like, she would tell me to brush her hair and I would brush her hair and they would laugh or, you know, she was just getting wild and like, okay, relax. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the ending had its own feel. And then, I don't know. I just felt like the movie did a good job of making her seem not like the prim and proper lady who runs the house all the time, but also someone who's nuts for Rebecca. I like that they showed that. sorry. Sorry. I liked that they showed that to us only with Lily James's character. She wasn't yeah. like that towards anybody else, which is no. important to note because she's very two-faced. Mm-hmm. But. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed that they made her almost kind of sensual, like some of the things she wore. Like, she was very kind of stylish, you know? Oh, she's um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was very, like, when our main character comes to her bedroom and she's, like, lounging there and you could see, like, some of her like black undershirt and this and that and i'm sitting here like girl you look like you were trying to seduce her right now mm-hmm. she's like you never asked for my help can we be best friends and the girl's like <laughs> sure like <laughs> but i thought i'm like yeah okay give me that side you know because I'm literally picture, picturing a walking skeleton in my head with the book okay. <laughs> right yes that's how they described her like, I'm not picturing someone like who has that um, charisma to have like kind of two-faced, you know, to be like, I can see her being like, oh, yeah, we're going to be friends. And then her backstabbing her. Or how like she versus, didn't know that Favelle yeah. was there. Or she says she didn't know that Favelle was there. But she Just did. Just know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. I do want to ask. So you guys are the narrator. Danvers is on the edge of the cliff. And she says, you'll never be happy. You'll never be Rebecca. He, he'll never love you the way he loved her. What's your final words? Hers were either you're wrong or I will be happy or I am happy, something to that effect. What would be your all's final words? God, that's hard. Because I was giving a girl a lot, of, a lot of shit for not saying the right thing. So, uh, so yeah, so, well, and, and me too. But what is the right thing to you? What I don't know. Right Probably... I don't know. Large parts of me want to say, if you loved her so much, why'd he kill her? Bye, bitch. Yep. Right. Like, and then kick her off Spartan style. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Guess who's still here? How could anyone, you know, yeah, I think I would be very like, have you, like, you haven't known, like, have you known happiness? It doesn't seem like, you know, I don't know. Like, if you can't even, I don't know. God, God, it's hard. Yeah. yeah, because you can't even function when one person's complete, which I get that's like the big part of her life, but yeah. she completely has no life except for what was Rebecca. She lived completely vicariously through Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And in the end, she just has this like Rebecca's godly picture of Rebecca in her head. Now. Yeah. And it's like, I think at the end, I'd just be like, you know what? You're making the right choice. Go on, baby girl. <laughs> right. Well, I see ya. Peace. Peace out. Yeah. You can like, watch my be happy in hell. <laughs> <laughs> See you in hell. Yeah. Bye. See you there. So that's probably, yeah. And I do, I wanted her to convey like, hey, you know, me and Max are happy. Like, we are happy. He never loved Rebecca. Like, I wanted her to get it 
through her skull that he never but like you said we don't really know if she knew or she's just saying that to hurt her you know mm-hmm. but in the end well i believe max honestly that he just never loved her like she told him yeah, on her honeymoon oh. how it was gonna be how she was gonna sleep around it's hard to it was an arranged marriage wasn't it arranged See, that's what I didn't understand because I want to know really how that kind of happened. That she would play him for so long and then, you know. Yeah, I think he definitely should have pushed her off that cliff in uh, Monte Carlo. Oh, yeah. For sure. When he went there and he looked and he's like, I just wanted to see if anything changed. And that was the moment, you know, that was the time or that the place where he had told her, where she had told him. Like you said, how it was going to be and that mm-hmm. she was still going to like keep a flat in London. She was going to sleep around and all this, mm-hmm. but that she would run manderly for him better than anyone else could. Because that's the thing, too, is like he didn't he knew she was sleeping around. It was very much in his face and he didn't do shit about it. Like it wasn't like this the last straw because you're sleeping with your your cousin. She'd been sleeping with her cousin. The last straw for him was when she was going to take manderly from him and give it to her mm-hmm. uh like for a, a period bastard yes exactly uh, i was gonna say there the to her bastard yeah. child for period appropriate language okay that's i mean right so technically i'm a bastard if we're gonna go by that so anyway you are i'm just kidding <laughs> you're saying my parents no, are but... not married well my biological parents were not married so that's okay. um I, I guess technically the other term is born on the wrong side of the blanket. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That was, like a, that was cool. a fun, fun term. The wrong side of the blanket. Wow. Yeah. It's dumb either way it goes. A person's a person. Right. Uh, but yeah, I get it. Somebody who's not directly, because in the movie, I thought it was interesting that he mentioned that about Beatrice's children. It's like, you but know, they they're winters. Yeah, they won't be the winters. So I think it. And I like that they implied that heavily in the movie because if she was pregnant, you know, it it, it would not be a DeWinter, mm-hmm. even if she's a DeWinter. It's not going to be like of his actual bloodline. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to, he's not going to have that, like, you know, it's not going to be mm-hmm. his son and or daughter, which we know, of course, that she wasn't pregnant. But. We also talk about that it's kind of dumb that they're like, the house burned down and now we have to find a new home. Uh, Why didn't they rebuild? stone. I mean, like, you can burn the inside of it, sure, but I'm pretty sure those look like good bones to me. And now, granted, I'm not a carpenter or an architect of any kind, but I imagine you could keep a lot of the original. And that can't have been the first time that that house got set on fire, is what I'm saying. saying? (laughs) There's been a lot of Rebecca's and Danvers over the years. 400 years, you don't think part of it burned down in a fire? I'm just saying. It's a long time. I, in my head, it is definitely a canon that they were off, you know, um, hotel hopping while Mangerly was being restored to its yes. I'm here for that head canon. I'm here for that. I'm the opposite. I, I think I'm with them. I would be like, yeah, no, I don't want to live here anyway. No, I'm not he, that. I mean... Obviously, you, I'm just saying you should restore it if you're so worried about it. So that way they didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go back there if you don't want to because you murdered somebody there and then that's where your least happy part of your marriage was, was in that house. I'm saying you murdered someone so that this legacy could survive. Maybe take some of the financial, like the 
amount of money that you have, the ginormous amount of money you have, restore it, and then be like, all right, son or daughter, here's the family home. This is yours. Manly. Yeah. (laughs) And this is the cliff that I almost, or this this is the cliff where Mrs. Danvers jumped. And they're like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the family stories. Like, this is our local idiot, Ben. Oh, yeah. How'd you guys know <laughs> up, Ben? This is the cottage where Rebecca was murdered by your father. Oh, <laughs> lovers. That cottage oh, yeah. was really, really nicely done, by the way. They did a good job with the cottage. I like the way they had the bed there. It's oh. like a highlighting the bed because it's almost like nothing else mattered. She was there for the bed. Oh, yeah. She was bringing them in there oh, yeah. for those midnight uh, picnics. Mm-hmm. I'm mad that they were, the bed wasn't round and rotating like on Austin Powers. <laughs> you have a leopard print you hit a button it's like a barrel wow wow and spin slowly that was the I only thing i would have like, changed about it um sorry I, I didn't mean to interrupt but i like that we don't know what rebecca looked like like they didn't show her mm-hmm. they didn't show us what rebecca looked like I, they just they, we had enough of a description from a lot of people though but i don't think that they because like the coat uh-huh. that she wears that's rebecca's fits her I know. I looked at that. I'm like, it's supposed to be big and longer. It's supposed to be too big and too long for her, because Rebecca was slim and tall, and the narrator wasn't. Yeah, I do like. Danvers was showing her that negligee, and she's like, "Look, yeah, how tall she was." And she put it up next to her. She's like, "See how tall." I'm like, Mrs. Danvers, just you know, she should have wore that negligee nighty while she was on the cliff. To jump off in with the hairbrush that she brushed her hair. <laughs> that would have been really <laughs> good. Yeah, I think my final words to her when she turned around and she's like, "You're never gonna be happy." I'd be like, "Well, Maxim and I went, or Maxim wins because he got to sleep with Rebecca and you didn't." Oh, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, and you never oh, will. Dude. So, unless we find out, unless she's like. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> You're just jealous because Maxim had what you wanted. That's exactly. Oh. That Rebecca Poutain. Yeah. Danvers was a nut. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right. Damn. So, sure was. Any other stuff? I have one or two questions left, but any other stuff before I ask them? Um, no, I want to hear some questions. All right. Yeah, so. As a standalone movie, I, one of the questions was in comparison to the book, how do you guys feel about it? But I think we've already exhausted we've that. We've covered that. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. As a standalone movie, for someone who has never seen or never read Rebecca, how do you feel about it? Um, you want me to hear Jacqueline? <laughs> <laughs> Did she watch it if she hadn't read the book? She watched it. Yeah, she watched it with me. I fell asleep. She continued to watch it. Oh, <laughs> Uh, me, th- I have thought about this actually when I sat down and I told Adam, I said, if it wasn't for the book, um, I would not have, I don't know if I would have watched it. Likely I would have still found it and been like, oh, this seems interesting. I wouldn't have liked it. Okay. I wouldn't have liked it as much. It um, wouldn't have held my attention. Yeah. Danvers I think the book had the a certain, right. Danvers was the best part. And I, it w- I don't even know if I would have made it there just because I don't know. I feel like the book had a certain foreboding about it that the movie didn't have in the beginning, if at all. Right, because they were happy. They were coming home to be happy. They tried to do it. At least when yeah. I was actually. So when I get too embarrassed in a TV and a movie, 
I will turn off the sound and read the sound. Now, what, now what specifically embarrassed you? I, I meant to ask. So when she tries to come out into the plaza and – or the, the – not the plaza. You know I knew that was one part. The, yeah. the patio. She tries to come out into the patio to eat breakfast. And oh, and they won't let her. They won't let her. And then she orders oysters for breakfast. And so, like, that whole thing where Maxim comes and saves her or whatever, that really made me uncomfortable. Uh Oysters are an aphrodisiac, fun fact. Uh, It made me uncomfortable when he thought she was Mrs. Van Hopper. You know, when he's like, you know. When she's trying to say, we want to sit next to Mr. DeWinter, and he's standing right behind her. Yeah. Oh, God. And he's like, I heard he's such a bore. Uh, Oh, yes. And then later, when... Yeah, well, when they're talking to Mrs. Van Hopper. Rose water then, on her, too. Oh, yeah, she's like, she stank in the rose water. Yeah. Oh, girl. She came back. That was painful, yeah. That was painful. And then I do think that in the book, um, Mrs. Van Hopper would have found out pretty quickly because I do think people do talk, mm-hmm. and especially her little gossipy uh, like sure. friend group there I think that she would have found out that she was seeing the winter and it wouldn't have been such a surprise mm-hmm. you know um, but she was more mean than I thought she was going to be yeah she was bitchier she wasn't like because the way I took it in the book Mrs. Van Hopper was kind of a she was oblivious to right. social mm-hmm. storms and then all of her comments were like backhanded rather than direct well yeah she's direct and she also will just say shit that we know because we have social graces that you shouldn't say and she just didn't care like he maxim like that's the whole point of why they got you know interested in one another is because she is acting a certain way the main character is embarrassed by it maxim notices that says some com comment and then he sends her the letter saying i'm sorry i shouldn't have acted that way as opposed to what was it just come for a drive yeah Yes, absolutely. But, uh, but as a standalone movie, like, but by itself, I like a period film. So I probably and it has Lily James in it. So I probably would have started watching it. I probably would have made myself finish it. But I still feel the same way. I think I probably won't watch it again. Right. So there are just moments in there. If it was a standalone movie and they made it to where it was more psychological and you're not quite sure, or more supernatural. To. But yeah, and then it's not. If they had done that, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Oh, yeah. um, but the way it was, I still cannot get over the stupid sleepwalking thing. Don't know why they were playing puppets, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those puppets really bothered you, huh? It sure did. They were playing and they're like, ha ha ha, and they're laughing and they're looking in the little house with the little puppets. Yes. Preparing for the ball. Like, dude, this is nothing to do with preparing for well, a ball. The fact that just, she guys... tried to prepare for the ball in the movie, whereas she just left all of it to Mrs. Dampers in the book. Yeah. Was, I think, she comes in I... like, we're having oysters. It's like, okay, good. Good, girl. It's cute. I like that you want to do that, like, to be, like, reminiscing with Maxim, but, uh, you are not supposed yeah. to have a backbone. Boneless. Right. What did I say? Now I really kind of want boneless wings. Anybody else? <laughs> Girl, I'm wanting some tacos. Oh, like, yeah, you already said you wanted tacos. That boundless wing sounds good. Me too, I had me a too. protein nothing this morning, and it, that's it, so. Oh, gosh. I had some leftover Olive Garden pasta. Oh. I and that was it. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, listen, that's, uh, it was a good choice. 
All right, we're going <laughs> off topic. We can talk about this after our readers hang out. Oh, oh, real we'll quick. What, another thing I wanted to mention. Okay. Um, I did like the part where she broke the statue. Because yes. that was very much like the, and then you get the perspective of Danvers looking at her while she's like really upset and she throws down the handkerchief because she finds the handkerchief with the the lipstick stain on it at the same time that this all happens. Yeah. And That's she's thinking of Rebecca. Super the way it was in the book, but I did like that. Right, right. Like it was. Also, yeah. I really so. love the emphasis on the R's. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was, yeah. There was lots of. I noticed on that. all kinds of stuff. They did that very well. I will give them that. I didn't like, though, that she had Rebecca's brushes when in the book he bought her her yeah, own brushes. Yeah, he bought her her own brushes, like, for a honeymoon, uh, like a wedding present. That, directly contrary. And can I just say real quick that her outfits were super cute. I would have yeah, worn a like lot of she... them. And there's no way she would have had those. Like, she was definitely described as someone who wasn't stylish. Like, she could have been on par with Rebecca's sense of style in this movie, which just directly co- is contrary to... She is supposed to be the antithesis of Rebecca. That's what the whole book mm-hmm. is about. That's the whole reason Maxim marries her. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, mm-hmm. you know? But I understand that in a sense that this is a movie. It's completely visual. Yeah. They have to make her appealing. Like, it's just part of it. I guess, I guess. They don't have to, but it, <laughs> maybe for lickism. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like uh, for someone who hasn't read the book, it makes more sense to have her stylish, but more plain. I really liked her pants. I definitely would have worn those. I know her jammies. I was like, girl, get it when she's running after Max and when he's sleepwalking. Like I like those jammies. Yeah, I liked. I, I even liked Rebecca's coat. That that green peacoat looking thing was very cute. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it was not what I was imagining in my head with the book. What I was imagining in my head with the book was much uglier. Yeah, so, me too. Me too. okay, All right. that. Um, real quick though, and then we're done. I promise. So, thoughts on the main character not having a name? I thought that was really interesting. I liked it. I liked the mystery of it because then I don't know, it's almost like she's too plain. That it almost doesn't matter. I know, not that she's too plain per se, but it's like she took over. Yes, Rebecca matters more in this sense, less than our narrator, Lady, of course. And also, she takes over the identity of Mrs. De Winter. And I think, like, when she's obsessing over in the book, which I don't know if they did it in the book, well, she was obsessing over her little cards, you know, and she's like, oh. Mrs. De Winter, I'll be Mrs. De Winter. Yeah, we yeah I think that. she no, I got really pissed about that scene. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. So I wanted it. her to, uh, well, I didn't want her, but like I feel like she just took somebody else's identity. Like that's all she was going to be. So I like that. Me too. Go ahead. That's Sorry. A, I think that's a very good interpretation. I didn't really think it all the way through like that. That I think that's fair. Yeah. So, and in a way, in my head, her name's Charlotte, but. And, uh, <laughs> but I get it though because now she's Mrs. DeWinter and she's trying to come into that identity but somebody else is already holding that spot mm-hmm. you know and everybody even though she's dead so that yeah that's how I like to think of it dead Rebecca Rebecca <laughs> um, I feel like What's that? Um, it was it, I noticed it in the book because when she told Max 
her name, he was like, oh, that's very original or that's very unique. He, he commented and I was like waiting for what the name was and then it never hit. I was like, oh, this is like a whole thing. It's like artsy. Yeah. I'm sure. In the movie, I wouldn't have noticed. Right. Yeah. Like, I think you're right. I, I, noticed I think they would just call her Mrs. Mrs. DeWinter. Yeah, I noticed it because I, yeah, because I had read the and book. The subtitles. And like you said, with the, really with the subtitles, subtitles, yes, I noticed that as well. But I think if you were just watching it, I wouldn't have even noticed that she didn't have a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd just been like, yeah, oh, that chick, the main chick. Yeah. The main chick, yeah. I think afterwards, if you were trying to tell someone about it, you'd be like, the main, the main character, what's her name? And then you'd look and be like, oh, she doesn't have a name. Oh. Okay. Yes, that's like in in passing when I'm trying to tell. Yes, that's when I would re- realize and be like, oh. I guess I was supposed to take something out Charlotte. <laughs> well, there went Dillian. <laughs> <laughs> so, fellow readers. <laughs> there we are recording and Delia has disappeared. We call her disappearing Delia back, back, in, back in the homestead. The old homestead. <laughs> And where was that? Oh, you know. Oh. This is my opportunity to do my accents. Oh, show us all of them. I like it. Go ahead. Um, most favorite is probably Russian. It is not as practice as British accent, but it is not bad. I spoke to a Russian patient today who sounded very similar. I like it. Go ahead. Um, and then my British accent, I've done that for a long time. It's quite practiced. Not that it's perfect. And I tend to slip in and out of different dialects, but that's all right. <laughs> that's what everyone does. That's okay. I like it. Um, I don't know that I have any more accents right off the top of my head. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You have like, oh, I feel like you have a good I forgot style. about Miss uh, Oh, oh, I do have a Scottish. It's not the best. I've been working on it. But it's not great. I like it, but I like it. And then I do have my, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what my friend named her. Oh, yeah, no, no. We're recording now, again. Oh. Oh, good. Because, like, you've done this, killing me. And so we got cut off. So wherever we got cut off and we started up again, sorry, because I'm not really going to edit that well. My bad. But, like, it's intentional. I'm just praying it saved all my accents. Oh, I hope so. I was like, give them to it. More tears. I mean, like three, but still. Okay. Do you want to do them real quick, just in case? <sighs> no, it's all right. It's another time. Okay. So, uh, recommend. Okay. So I know that we said we wouldn't watch it again, but would you recommend this to someone else to watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. I'm doing a deliberate head shake. It's like mm, mm-hmm. no, but I guess for some people that might be your bag of tea. Romances aren't even my favorite. Like. Mm. It wasn't really meant to be a romance. I think it was supposed to be like a suspense thing. But it turned into a romance. But they were more romantic. The beginning was quite romantic. Yeah. That's why I said I I wouldn't have gotten past the beginning if it was me watching by myself and didn't know about the book. Honestly, don't even know that her death was so much of like, like in the book, it was kind of like, how did she die? And then Frank tells her the whole thing. But then maybe I just didn't really see that it honestly mattered. It's just that she. They also dead. could have done more, I think, with the fact that they got that that she got Maxim into the water. Remember? Yes. Like, Look what you're making me do. And he got into um, the water with her. That would have been big deal. Didn't. Anyway. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. If you are like 
a period piece lover and you enjoy um, this kind of movie or like this atmosphere, um, I would watch it. I, it is a movie I would watch. And like Delia said, which we did watch, but I would also make myself finish even if I didn't really enjoy it just because I'm one of those people. Usually I don't really stop a lot because I feel like I'm invested. And I'm like, well, if I'm invested, we're going to have to change this, you know, but um, I wouldn't recommend it for a second watch. <laughs> So, <laughs> get it out of your system and then you're good to go uh-huh, uh-huh. like this is not one of those beloved movies like Pride and Prejudice that you watch over and over again. right or like Jane Eyre or something like that like it's just yeah. not Sense and Sensibility it, those it, are just uh, wonderful Austin Powers and Goldmember oh, oh yeah fine. of course <laughs> I made listen real quick sorry well no we can finish this and I'll tell you later okay, okay <laughs> alright so <laughs> Half of us were like, nah, don't watch it. And, well, a third of us was like, nah, don't watch it. <laughs> and then two-thirds of us were like, if it's your thing, go ahead, at least once. <laughs> my understanding. Yeah, I think this is the first time I've been like, no, don't do it. There you go. Because usually we're like, yeah, sure, you can swing it. And now I'm like, no, no. <laughs> don't. Hey, if you watch it, watch it for Danvers. People are pretty. The people were pretty. The people are yeah, pretty, yeah. and Danvers is great. Danvers is the only reason to watch it. Yeah, I mean, she was gone. I was like, Frith, buddy, you could uh, have a woman. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, Frith and Danvers. Instead, Frith is like, she had Favel come over. Favel, Favel, he came over. We saw him. Instead, I'm like, you could be going to her bedroom at night. Frith, okay. But no, you tell her. I don't it. think she wanted Frith. I don't think she did either. She, she was very her. much, yeah, that's all she I wanted. Think, I think she is like Sarah tonight. She prefers the tacos. I'm preferring the tacos. Oh, yeah, I like it. Wait till Adam hears about that. <laughs> well, you've talked about Taco Bell multiple times on the podcast. I wouldn't say oh my you God. like and, women. Adam sent me this, um, this like, gif, and it said, he said, I want some real hot girl shit, okay? And then it shows this woman walking, and there's fire behind her, and he's like, that's me on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> when that Taco Bell kicks in. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. All right. But, yeah. Final okay. thoughts before we uh, outro. Could have been better. Could have been worse, but could have been better. Uh, watch it for Danvers if you watch it. She was the best. Cool. I mean, like I said, it was pretty. It was a pretty movie. Yeah, uh, it was. Oh, uh, yeah. The colors. I like the colors of everything. Yeah, I did like the saturation. They actually were like, okay, real quick, and then I'll outro. <clears throat> I didn't notice this, but they put a lot of effort into the color of her wig, uh, Lily James's wig. The main character. Uh, so, like, uh, in Monte Carlo, it's supposed to be, like, a buttery blonde bob. And then the longer she's in England, the more light it's supposed to get. Like, like Manderly and Rebecca are literally draining her. Oh, that's nice. They weren't intentional about certain things. I just didn't catch it. Right. It's kind of... Mm. I like it. Yeah, because in the book, she kind of gets sickly. Because she's also... Like you said, she's getting drained from all of this. She's not wanting to eat, or when she does, it's in secret, and it's all of the cakes that are oh, for I tea. Something else. The last, okay, super, super last thing, and then I'm out showing. The other thing that pissed me off, too, is they didn't put enough emphasis on tea. Like, they, she talked no. about tea time all the time. She mentioned tea yes. time 
they had tea every single day. And they didn't have tea, like, once in this. They had it once with the family. And that was it. And I was like, because, like, Maxim makes a point in the book to say, well, we know you need your tea. Like, I had to get you your tea first thing in the morning. Like, he knows that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was my that was my other beef. There should have been more tea. Should have been. I'll agree. That's a fair beef. beef. That is a fair beef. Oh, but I do like that they included the doggies. Oh yeah, Jasper and his mama. Although I, in the book it is no clear cheddar, to me though. that Jasper survives because he's with Frank, but um, because she asks him to look after Frank. But in the movie, it's not clear. So. I was a little sad. You know what? He survived. That's the headcanon. There you go. And his mom, too? Okay, she might have been dead. We talked about that. I was going to say, yeah, I think she died at the beginning of the book. (laughs) (laughs) She laid in that basket, and then it happened the rest of the book. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) It's like the episode of The Office. Where Kevin has the dog. You guys, if he adopts it, and they're like, Kevin, and they're like, does he stink? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, okay, does he move? And it's like, no, she's really still, you know. And they keep talking, and they're like, Kevin's dog is dead. They don't want yeah. to tell him that the dog's dead, but it turns out the dog's alive. He just, he's like, yeah, it does all this stuff. Like, yeah, the dog stinks. Yeah, you know, she doesn't walk a lot. Yeah, she sleeps all the time. Yeah. What is this? It's the Office. Do you got, have you guys watched all this? It's been years since I watched it. Uh, that was one of the funniest parts to me. So you mentioning that every time I think of Kevin and how they think his dog is dead. <laughs> oh my that God. dog's alive, just like this one probably is. But just with the descriptions I am given, I'm not convinced. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So outro. Agreed. Hey, readers, this is Delia. I just wanted to cut in real quick. Uh, I was editing the episode and noticed that we didn't let you guys know that this is a bonus episode. Uh, We said that at the beginning, sure, but this is the only episode that's coming out this month. And then next month, we only have one episode coming out. And then we're back to our regularly scheduled stuff come April. So that'll be two episodes a month, one regular episode, and then one book bite episode. We just wanted some time to recoup and try and get through the holidays and record some extra stuff so we can get some more bonus content to you guys. But we really appreciate your patience and your time, and I'll let myself get back to doing the outro. Thanks. Okay. Uh, all right, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list, and if we decide to do any more bonus episodes... A big thanks to all of our wonderful listeners, our co-host Heather for writing her theme song, Dylan who created our logo, uh, yep, that's right, go girl, Dylan who (laughs) created our logo, Cynthia who creates our episode art, and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoy this episode and that you'll join us next time when we turn the page or press play, I guess. (laughs) Bye!